in for a wild night. Welcome, 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 everybody, to episode 111 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host, as always, Nate Wolf. It is great to be back on a beautiful, kind of sunny and rainy at the same time, uh, spring evening here in Portland, Oregon. Uh, still, uh, I'm, I'm now negative from COVID, thank God. Um, although I'm still having some uh, some kind of coughing and shortness of breath stuff, and so uh, I'm going to be leaning on my friends here tonight to uh, hopefully talk a little bit more than me, and I will do my best to mute the microphone when I start hacking. Uh, and uh, apologies in advance if I like slip and and not press the button in time. Um, but anyways, very excited to be back tonight. Uh, we're doing a full show tonight, talking about these nerfs. We've got a really fun guest, and uh, we'll be casting a Born to Odd listener series match directly after the show. So um, stay tuned, and we'll be uh, here for a really fun night. Um, very excited again to be joined by some of my favorite people, um, and uh, my favorite surprised Pikachu over here, my good friend Blue Train. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. How are you tonight? <laughs> I well, thank you. Thank you for having me on for such an eventful week that we had. There's going to be lots to talk about for sure. Right? I mean, I I had heard, you know, hey, I've got some hot takes. I'm you know excited to talk about nerfs and stuff, and we got quite a bit. I mean, there's there's some cards that got hit, and a lot of them don't impact wild all that much, but. Uh, there's a couple, and uh, as as this has been coined, the uh, the summer of Big Shaman, uh, I think it was... A it was a very short <laughs> summer. I guess we, have, we are having a La Nina season, so I suppose... <laughs> very good. Well, I'm happy to have you back. Hydralisk, welcome back. How are you tonight? I'm doing really good. It's great to be back. I'm glad to see the blue train's okay. I was a little concerned when I saw him locked in the back seat of that car the other day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is it, is even, it bad? Not even the window being open ajar. <laughs> Rude. I know, I know, I know. Is it bad that when I saw a Pikachu decal on a car, I didn't think of Pikachu? I thought of blue train. Like I, I, I think that's pretty good. Like it's no longer Pikachu. It's it's Blue Train. Yeah, you. So. I think you have uh, branding exercises complete. I was gonna say you have <laughs> a, a, appropriated uh, the Pikachu very successfully. But yeah, it no, I'm never... doing great. I'm I'm totally ready to do the show. We got like some cool nerfs to talk about, and yeah, I'm I'm doing great, guys. Very good, very good. And of course, back from DC and. Armed with internet. Welcome back. Electric Sheep City, how are you? <laughs> Meowdy, friends. I'm doing really well. Uh, <laughs> very happy to be back in the connected Denver area. Uh, yeah, I was without internet for the vast majority of the past like week. Um, I mentioned like right before we recorded last week's episode that, oh, my internet's kind of been cutting in and out. That was my last day with internet. How did you survive um, for yesterday. a week? Like, I don't I, I hotspotted a lot of things. Um, since I had just gone to DC, I had downloaded a lot of things to my tablet mm. already. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, it was rough. I'm so glad to be like back in the land of the like connected. <laughs> <laughs> Weird how you can get used to that, hey? No joke. It, it's it was like I was back in the like what late 80s, early 90s. Not having internet is like not having a refrigerator. I don't know. It's like, how do you even 
I'll have to talk to y'all about it later, but we've got new internet uh, arriving this weekend. I'm going to experiment with a different company, and it's uh, an interesting concept, so I'll have to uh, chat about with that, that with everybody afterwards. I don't want to derail the show more than we already have tonight, but uh, very excited to be back with a bunch of uh, new stuff tonight. Yeah, so without further ado, for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome aboard. Let me briefly explain how the show works. We record this podcast live every Friday evening at twitch.tv slash born to be wild HS. And the video version of this podcast is then posted to YouTube shortly thereafter. Audio versions are also distributed to all podcast apps. So however you're watching, listening, or absorbing via osmosis this podcast today, thank you. Yes, you. <laughs> what? Yeah, thank you, everybody. Uh, we we appreciate everybody hanging out, both uh, the, the folks who are here joining us live on Twitch. It's always great to see it. And the folks that are listening to the audio version of this podcast and those watching it on YouTube, really appreciate your support. It means a lot to us. Um, before we get going, just some very brief housekeeping. I wanted to say a, a big giant thank you to Shokunin and to the other patrons of our show. Your support means the world to us and we uh, we just really appreciate you. And so uh, wouldn't be the same without you. Thank you so much. Um, if you are interested in supporting our show, there's a couple of quick things that you can do. Uh, if you want to like, comment, subscribe to our stuff on YouTube, that helps other people find us. Same thing with the, the audio versions of the podcast. If you want to uh, you know, subscribe or leave comments, reviews, or whatever on your uh, podcast app of choice, that helps other people find us. Um, if you are live watching us live on Twitch, we do have some emotes that you can unlock uh, by following for free. Uh, we've got emotes that you can unlock by subscribing. And uh, that's free if you have Twitch Prime. So anyways, yeah. Uh, wanted to quickly say that uh, Blue Train was just talking about it as uh, the wonderful shill that you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> right before we started recording, uh, we have uh, our, our merch shop is live. And so we've got a bunch of shirts and stuff up. If you go to our website. Oh, Hydra's wearing one. How nice. I like it. <laughs> um, if you go Not to. Not even uh, planned. If you go to our website, borntobewildhs.com, uh, there's a merch link uh, up in the menu bar with all the other stuff, and it goes off to uh, to the merch shop. And I've uh, been very happy with the quality of these. Uh, we try to price them like as low as possible, and so uh, a bunch of different designs up there, and pretty happy with how they all turned out. So if you're interested in checking that out, uh, gosh, probably a dozen different uh, different designs that you can get in a bunch of different colors. They cost 20 bucks. Um, anyhow, uh, what else do I have here? Last thing, if you're interested in supporting us financially, you can join our Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. Links to that are on our website. And finally, if you're interested in interacting with any of us, uh, we do have a Discord that you can join. There's no cost associated with that at all. It's just a free online hangout place with a bunch of friends that we've made all across the world. We have fun talking about life and games and Hearthstone, sharing deck lists and, and a bunch of other stuff. Links to all of that and more can be found at our website, which is borntobewildhs.com. Cool. All right. The house cleaning, housekeeping is out of the way. Uh, the oh, house has Thank you, been Nightbot, pimping our merch over here. Um, you're welcome. Thank you, Sheep. <laughs> all right. Listener yeah. series. We got some listener series stuff happening. Yeah. So this is week five of season five of the... Born to be Wild listener series. So this is the final week of the regular season. 
And after the show tonight, we are casting uh, a match between two of the good doctors in the house. So we've got Dr. B-O-M-D and Dr. Fish, and we will be catch casting that match live after the show, like Nate mentioned. But of course, if you're watching or listening to this on the replay, uh, check out YouTube because we have that posted in a separate video as well. So if you want to pause this now and watch that, cool. <laughs> watch it afterwards. Also cool. If you don't, <laughs> oh, but not cool. anyway, <laughs> not, not cool. <laughs> so this week's challenge for week five is called dredge the deep. Ooh, and I, I have kick it over yeah. to recorded Goliath the dwarf to give us a little lore segment behind what dredge the deep means this week. With the city of Zinajari now sunken and in ruins, Queen Ajara instructed her denizens to build her new empire in its capital, the city of Nazjatar. In the cold, dark silence of the deeps, they grew their power to rule the world once more. What treasures remain hidden amongst the ruins of Zinajari? Only the bravest and deepest treasures could ever know. Epic. So epic. So tonight's primary challenge, this week's primary challenge, is that each deck must contain at least 15 cards that are mech tribe cards or cards that have the dredge keyword or cards that have the discover keyword. So 15 cards within the deck have to either be mechs dredge or discover so as long as 15 have at least one of those you meet that part of the restriction for this week the secondary challenge is that each deck must have exactly 15 neutral and 15 class cards and this week hero cards are banned so no Malfurion, no Guff. I, I, I don't know why I'm only doing Druid, but <laughs> neither of those. Honestly, the most relevant one for that is Dr. Boom Mad Genius, because with the uh, 15 oh, all the mechs, mech, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that would have just been too powerful. So I, I think that was the, the biggest uh, <laughs> restriction there. Uh, really so I had a lot of fun building my decks this week. Uh, what was... Uh, <laughs> Your experience I, piloting my decks, mate. <laughs> so, so this is what happened. I, I I messaged Sheep earlier in the week, and I said I have a confession to make. I I, uh, I was having so much fun playing Horizon Two, and uh, and like I was right at the very end of it, and I'm sitting here looking at the clock. It's ten o'clock. Like okay, so deck submissions due by eleven fifty nine. And it's it's ten o'clock. I'm like, well, you know, I'm I'm at the very end. I'm gonna do this boss fight. It's ten thirty, eleven, eleven fifteen, eleven thirty. I'm like, I still got time. I still got time. Eleven forty five. I'm like at the final boss fight, and I, and I was like, pause. Ran upstairs because we were checking each other's deck lists, and I was like, hmm, copy, paste. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I I blatantly uh, just ripped off your deck list. It was there. It was very fun, and um, I appreciate I appreciate you very much because uh, I I won this week with your decks. <laughs> <laughs> I great games, great games uh, from my opponent, um, but uh, your your decks uh, I was able to pilot successfully. So thank you much. They were very That's fun. Great. I enjoy mechs. Uh, in classic sheep style, they were all very like. 
it, it was interesting because I usually build my own. Um, and they were a lot more aggressive than I normally go. And it's just the sheep style, right? Uh, like <laughs> it was like aggro paladin and aggro druid and, you know, but, but kind of mech based. And, uh, it was great. It was, it was, it was really great. It was a lot of fun. Um, so thank yeah, you. I'm still not making well. it to the finals, but, uh, that's okay. <laughs> I have more fun. Yeah. I have more fun, like on the back end doing like the, the production. Yeah, so it's funny. The only one that I didn't actually make myself was the druid. Uh, I, I did like an initial pass. And it was it was all right. And then Doctor Bomd's uh, deck, uh, Schmoopy sent that to me, and I was like, "This is so much better than my first pass." And I tried it out, and it was great. And I was like, "Yep, moving with that one." And so that was the only one I had any uh, external input. And it's the one that I'm the most known for. So. <laughs> kind of ironic there. Uh, Hydra, what was your deck building uh, experience this go around as well? I think it was kind of funny because I paid most attention to the first rule that said you must have like 15 mechs. I didn't really pay attention to the dredge <laughs> and uh, the, the the next one. What's, what's the other discover. one? Yeah. Discover. Uh, uh -huh. Discover and dredge. I, I, I saw mechs. And then I saw 15 neutral and 15 class, and that's the rules that I followed. And I completely <laughs> forgot about the dredge and the discover. So my decks I mean, they're still are, valid. Are, like, are all yeah. just full mech decks, basically. So, uh, and then afterwards, I was like, oh, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> Delightful. I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> but actually, I was reminded by my opponent because I was messaged by my opponent on Tuesday night about when we were going to play. Mm -hmm. And we <laughs> decided on a date. And then about like 20 minutes later or something, I was like, mm, I should probably think about building decks. <laughs> and then I was like, it's Tuesday. <laughs> so it's sort, of, sort of similar to Nate. I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? But yeah, so I just I zeroed in on that fact that uh, it was supposed to be max but i'm i'm sure i'm sure we'll do just fine it'll be yeah. fine <laughs> as long as you have fun that's what the listener series is all about so yeah so that is our challenge for this week so we can't wait to cast the match between the two good doctors to find out which is the better doctor <laughs> the better at this particular week at least and both of them are like right on the cusp of making it into the playoffs so this match has stakes so stay tuned if you're watching live and catch that replay on youtube if you are not yeah buddy i'm excited for it it'll be a lot of fun excitement abounds so this week's special topic i'm gonna kick it off to our next topic area for the nerfs yeah Lots yeah, well, of nerves, my goodness. It's it's basically our more than two. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the most news that that we have this week. It, it, so it's basically kind of one segment all lumped into one. But uh, yeah, we we got some nerves. Um, I'm gonna kick it off reading the dev comments at the beginning before we discuss what the nerves are. But the dev comments were: we have a lot of big standard balance changes coming this patch, and one for wild which are attempting to accomplish a few different goals. First, we want to lower the power level of the most powerful decks in the current metagame. Fell Demon Hunter and Control Warrior variants. 
Roughly half the changes in this patch are balance motivated and intended to target the win rates of these decks directly. The rest of the changes in this patch are not primary, primarily motivated by power level, but are instead focused on improving the play against experience of some of the more polarizing cards in the game. So um, they stated that most are for standard here and one for wild. There's kind of two for wild that we'll see, but um, we'll focus. We'll we'll, we'll kind of run through what we have mm-hmm. for all of the nerfs, and we can leave the last couple that focus in more on wild for right at the end. So I, I do want to give big props real quick to uh, so so Gallon was previously um, the dev who was in charge of like the public facing like dev comments or whatever. And uh, mm-hmm. Gallon has moved on to what is it, the initial design team or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, so our new um, dev person who who is, I guess, the front facing like commenter on this stuff is uh, Aleko. He <laughs> he explained it's Aleko Gareko on uh, on Twitter, <laughs> uh, and and he had some thread explaining where that name comes from. But anyhow, uh, there is a twenty four part tweet thread. Uh, going over all of the dev comments for all of the various balance changes, which is kind of crazy. Like that's like a lot of explanation. Um, and so there's a link to it in uh, in the show notes if anyone wants to review that. And uh, there's it's quite a bit. Um, but anyhow, uh, yeah, let's let's just start here. There's a whole mess of them. So uh, which what do we want to look at or, first? Before you jump right in, I, yeah. I think there's also another interesting kind of meta around this balance change as well. We didn't really see it coming. Um, no, we got was, the announcement of the announcement, and then it was one day later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we we saw. I mean, we knew in Wild there were some fundamentally broken things, but Standard was a little less clear. Um, a lot of people that I know who play Standard weren't particularly happy, but there wasn't really consensus around it, and things looked kind of balanced if if you looked at the at the matchup charts and, and the meta. Usually updates happen on Tuesdays. This was announced on a Wednesday and dropped on a Thursday. I like this. I don't like the lame duck periods that are introduced when you announce that something's going to change and then you have this like lull. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the whole like, you know, we were all like, oh, they're going to nerf wild stuff. Are they not? And it was kind of like, we're going to find out in less than 12 hours. So yeah. That, that was nice. I liked it. It's better than everyone like perseverating over it for a week or whatever. Well, and, and to yes and, I liked that it was the announcement of the announcement on Wednesday. So it's not like, oh, people are playing whatever deck it is that's about to be nerfed like into the ground. It was, hey, nerfs are coming tomorrow. You also get the patch notes that morning. And so mm-hmm. it, it kind of, oh, if you're really enjoying a deck, play that one rather than kind of forcing, I mean, not forcing people, but if people have a FOMO, a fear of missing out, um of playing something that's about to be nerfed they no longer really have that they just are playing their deck so i thought that that was a really interesting psychological approach as well and i i really liked that that implementation too i will say it it throws off uh like what was it Uh, i think thl is like just getting into the finals right and then uh, we're almost there and so it's tricky anytime there's uh balance updates for um you know, and there's tournaments going on, but like, it is what it is. I think we just deal with it. Yeah. 
All right, well, let's hop into the nerfs that we have. Uh, first one we have is Shield Shatter. So this is going from dealing five damage to all minions down to four damage to all minions. So this just seems to be one of those control tools in Warrior that they were discussing. Anyone have any thoughts on this card? We don't see it as something that we play it at all. And when, if we're going to play a control where we kind of want it to be odd. For, what do you guys think? <laughs> Even worse. I, mean, I, I, I played, I played some standard last month. I, I hit legend I, in standard. I don't do that every month. Um, this card was obnoxious. Uh, yeah. I still think it's probably good because oftentimes the warriors playing it heavily discounted. Um, yeah. But it, it does change the break point. So I think that, that this will be a significant nerf for the warrior deck, coupled with all the other ones. So again, this card was never relevant in Wild. But I, I do think that this was one of those real feels-bad cards uh, in Standard. It was feel-bad to play against. I, I mean, full, full disclosure, I am not a control player. People who know me well <laughs> will know that. Uh, and I don't... I don't begrudge people who like to play control, but everybody always think, thinks they want a control meta. And then when Control Warrior's top dog, feels pretty bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, yeah, not only does it feel bad, and then if you got to learn how to play it, or then you're playing games that are 20 minutes long, like, uh, yeah. I'm, and, and, and this was kind of one of the centerpieces to that, you know, mm -hmm. like a very cheap board clear it's very strong in the context of that standard game, but yeah, no one, no one was even running it in like Copium Warrior, which is like the non-odd <laughs> control warrior kind of meme that goes around. So, uh, uh, but yeah, good. Hopefully, a good change. We're already seeing less warrior in the HS replay stats in standard, so clearly that and the others is having a bit of an effect. Yeah, yeah and, and there's been a, a pretty extensive uh, nerfs here. Um, this being one piece of that. I think that this this particular that shield shatter itself was just kind of a a bit of a nudge. I think it was an important one, but I do think that some of the ones that we'll discuss a little bit down the line are uh, a, a little bit more indicative of that uh, sudden standard drop in control warrior. Indeed. Yeah. So our next one also warrior card, Tidal Revenant. Its old battle cry was battle cry deal five damage, gain eight armor. Is now deal five damage, gain five armor. No change to the stats or the card itself. It's just that text getting the three less armor. Just another tool that they can use. Um, any thoughts on this one, guys? I don't recall this one. I'm sure it was played against me, but probably coupled with the fact that Shield Shatter is doing less and you're gaining less armor, it's kind of that what Sheep was talking about, that kind of cumulative effect. Um, I, I find that when playing against Warrior, it's those big armor gain swing turns that just feel so bad like i'm i'm a little surprised I, I don't know about the data but if we're talking about feels bad like rokara and standard feels so yeah. bad with that 10 mm. armor and that instant removal it's like oh like mm -hmm. the game is like gonna go on for another 15 minutes <laughs> win or lose. um so so this kind of takes that kind of like swing down i, I mean i don't i don't remember did this card see much play in the in the warrior deck? I assume so, but I, I can't recall. I don't it, even know if it's from the main set or the mini set. I couldn't tell. You. Yeah, it's so it's from the mini set, and it saw a decent amount of play, um, kind of post mini set. Uh, 
release. Um, I actually just got some Control Warrior reps in, kind of preparing for my Legacy THL uh, match. And, um, you know, before the nerfs were live or announced. Um, <laughs> and I'm not typically a Control player. So I was just like, you know, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get some reps. Like, this this deck is just probably going to be banned, but I'm, I'm just going to get reps so that I'm, you know, proficient at piloting it. And... Title Revenant is one that I incorporated in the the lists that I grabbed, and, and both of the I think it was both of the Vicious Syndicate lists ran it, and I was like, really, we're running this? And then I actually played it, and I was like, oh yeah, really, we're running that. Um, mm. I mean, this this keeps it from basically being as you know exactly what you were saying, Blue. Like you're you're just gaining a lot of armor. Like it was it was Scenarian Ward but you know exactly what you're getting and you're dealing five damage instead of just getting the, the eight armor. Like it was, it was just really strong. And, and this kind of pairs that back a little bit. So it's basically a scenarian ward where you know what you're getting, but you're not getting as much of that armor. And that's kind of translating into the five damage dealt. Um, so, I mean, I think this was a good nerf. I don't think we're going to really see title revenant in standard like at all anymore. And I think that's probably okay. Mm. All right. Well, this next one kind of made me sad. It it actually made me really sad. The next one is uh, the the nerf to Nelly's pirate ship. This, yeah, yeah. Put those <laughs> thumbs down, Blue Train. Oh my gosh. So, so what Hydra's trying to say to you there, Blue, is whoa, Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the battle the, cry is discover smite and two other pirates. Uh, so it discovers smite cost one like get out of here yeah so <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know which i'm sure you do the old text read taunt death rattle add nelly's pirate crew to your hand they cost one one that's important right the new <laughs> is taunt death rattle add nelly's pirate crew to your hand they cost one less this is that that one <laughs> word of adding less just destroys like nukes this card like this is like an old school like ben brode era nerf it may yeah. as well say your 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 charge minions have plus one attack this card <laughs> never going to see play again i it played is, it I, hope I played it today but but i was playing uh i was playing naga priest uh, in standard and i discovered huh? it off of i got it from uh, queen ajara as my like one one mana colossal and it gave me smite <laughs> and two other pirates <laughs> and because i had played it so late in the game it gave me i got smite and i got uh the 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 captain that gives every other pirate plus one plus one whatever it's called and i got mm -hmm. the, the captain yeah the the two three that gains buff plus your weapon and like the next turn, I still played all three of them, and they all had charge, and then I won. It was like card drove me nuts. I thought it was a cool card. Like I, I in a way, like it's it's one of those mixed emotion things. As like on paper, like it's a really cool design, but then like the the frequency of smite, the fact that it cost one, all the other mana cheat that the warrior deck gets. Like I mean, I think the the, the theme here is really clear. If your card, and this is foreshadowing the wild changes, mm -hmm. if your card is cheating mana, it's probably going to break the game or at least be <laughs> what your play strategy is centered around. This was essentially a huge mana cheat card for standard. 
your smite yeah. cost mm -hmm. one even other pirates that are reasonably statted i mean it's just backbreaking when you just, vomit that yeah. number of stats on the board not to mention that the that the that the colossal itself is pretty well statted for for its cost too yeah. <clears throat> mm -hmm. so yeah this this is kind of surprising but like clearly this was an outlier maybe they were fearful that it was going to cause further problems down the line i i don't know but it seemed a bit more than i would have expected they I, I mean i feel like they kind of nerfed it into the ground they didn't have to say yeah one, one less they could have said two less or something i don't know but yeah, yeah it's bad or your pirates cost two i don't know it, like but but now i, I mean yeah in in standard nelly was the most played colossal period and now it definitely won't be like it went from being hands down the best to maybe not hands down the worst, but like it's probably close. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Hydra. Like, I know I tried playing it yesterday as soon as the nerfs went live. And I mean, it's still like Nate said, it still does things, but like not... it can get you there. It's it's going to provide you. You should be trying to complete your quest at this point anyway, right? Yeah. But uh, sometimes it gave you that that extra fuel, those extra cards that you needed if you weren't drawing right or whatever. Yeah, it's but the now... second smite. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I tried this in Pirate Warrior uh, yesterday uh, in Standard and was like, I mean, surely it's still like fine. N no, like, like it, it's not just I know it's sad. not great anymore. It's just like not even good. Wow. <laughs> They could have at least, I don't know, made it a pirate. <laughs> the right? least they could have done was this. <laughs> well, yeah, no, and, and I don't know necessarily, like, I don't think that this was being played in wild anyways, because they, no. like, they nuked Pirate Warrior so hard. No, it also cost five. I mean, the game's over by turn. <laughs> That's true. That's true. The only way you play a five cost card is if it's in Druid, because they have 20 mana by turn five. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no I mean, right. the only place that this possibly goes is either like you discover it or, you know, or randomly generate it or you like, I suppose, could play it in some funky version of like Odd Warrior, which is not a deck. So... Never mind. And discover a bunch of garbage to put in your ship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, All right. Well, let's yeah. uh, let's move on then. Yeah. Let's so sail. from the depths has been nerfed. All it is is raising one mana on this. But sheep seems really excited that this has happened. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for so many reasons about this. Um, I I hated playing against Control Warrior as as the aggressive. Um, kind of roll uh, it was i mean they, they just rolled us and and this is one of the reasons why so from the depths going from three to four slows it down which lets us get there but more importantly it takes it out of the school teacher pool so school teacher which also got hit um by the stats but the effect is the same uh, adds a one one noggling to your hand discover a spell that costs three or less to teach it Whenever your control warrior opponent was playing three, four from the depths, sometimes more with Bran effects in, in conjunction with the noggling. Um, I mean, it was just Ugh. they're they're mana cheating like whoa. They're so they're discounting their their whole essentially their whole deck. I mean, it felt like it. It's only five cards, but it feels like their whole deck. 
they're getting yeah. stuff for super cheap and then they're like Finley or or like s- somehow dredging stuff out and it's like oh come on and of course the fact that from the depths itself has dredge discount something bring it up to the top you're paying the three mana that you're discounting it by now and then all to say i'm so happy that this was nerfed this this was this was the nerf that i expected from 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 whenever they and did the announcement of the announcement i was expecting from the depths to get hit somehow i think this is probably the the most effective and the most eloquent way they could do it and i'm really really happy well, what I'm do you happy think, you're happy. <laughs> I, you. I, I, everything you said is pretty much was my experience. Um, again, when you cheat that much mana and you have uh, such an ability to repeat it mm-hmm. over and over again, it, it, it's quite egregious. So, um, yeah. If anything, this is. It looks like a light touch, but mm-hmm. actually, this kind of, I, I think. This, this card is probably going to see limited play unless there's more things that support it in the future. We obviously don't know what the future holds, but mm-hmm. in its current current state, it's kind of there with Nelly. <laughs> yeah. Nelly, <laughs> Nelly went to the depths and the depths took it with <laughs> So I don't know. Good. I think we could, we could play this in Even Warrior. Get oh. out of here. <laughs> All right. Just... Sheep, right, challenge... Take yeah. even warrior to legend. <laughs> I mean, it's easy enough to do with eleven stars. You can get there with a forty-five percent win rate. Ah, but... <laughs> uh, easy being a relative term. I'll pause. Possible with yeah. Anyways, I'll I probably. I probably. I probably shouldn't speak because I, I wouldn't be able to do it myself. Not with that All attitude. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next couple are some demon hunter nerfs. We've got Karya Fell Soul has gone from costing six with six attack, six health, battle cry transform into a six six copy of a demon in your deck to everything I just said, but it's now seven. I hate <laughs> this card because it's run in Fell Demon Hunter, and the only other demon is uh Yeah the, the Colossal. Colossal sea monster one, whatever it's called. And uh, the problem is that I would always draw the stupid sea monster before I drew this card, and and then it, it's just a waste. Like then it was just a six mana six six. So and now that'll happen uh, even more. Colossal patches. Yeah. You had your patches, mm. you have big patches, which is like the the, the five ten taunt. And then you've got <laughs> colossal patches. Hey, there we go. So you got one more turn to draw this now. Well. Well, or to draw and, to draw the colossal, I mean by accident, like patches. And the colossal itself is seven mana as well. So rather than cheating it out early, now it's just oh, yes. you have two shots at getting it. Which at that point, you're probably not running Korea herself. So uh, yeah, I I think that this basically killed why you would want to run it mm-hmm. um, in that particular deck. Now, if they continue to push forward any sort of a big demon hunt, de- big demon demon hunter, um, it, it, then it could. her Korea has possibilities for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but the deck that she was being played in in standard is, I mean, you're, you're not going to run her anymore. Like, I, I don't think that you would want to because you're not cheating or cheating anything else out early, yep. which was the point. All right. Let's uh yeah, all right. Well, yeah. What's a, what's a demon hunter in wild anyhow? 
You know, actually, <laughs> uh, I think who was it? Now she's on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it was no no clapper. If I'm probably butchering the pronunciation, uh, hit legend with Demon Hunter in wild like today actually i post mm. i shared it in the discord because uh yeah was it i saw it at nine o'clock this morning uh it says as promised here's the deck i took to legend in wild hearthstone this season i had a blast playing a deck and found it to be pretty good too just hope you don't pull azumat first because that blows harsh uh so <laughs> so azumat it's big demon hunter with uh azumat Colossus of the Moon, Neptulon, Scrapyard Colossus, Silver Vanguard. Wow. I d I don't play it at your own <laughs> risk. I mean it looks it is a one spicy meatball. Didn't, didn't Wildcard's been fooling around with Big Demon Hunter forever and he's Yeah. You know, it, 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 it it's 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 fringe viable. Yeah. I, I mean it's only gonna get better with, with more of these cards. It'll so, get I mean, better over time probably and Yeah. That's for, for those that are uh, of the non-faint of heart that like to take uh, rare brews to ladder. He's called the deck "Prove Your Worth," which I think is very funny. And uh... um, so, so the reason why it's called "Prove Your Worth" is that the way that you cheat these things out is with proving grounds. Um, yeah, so... you know what? If you pull out Azumat and uh, something Colossus of the Moon or something, I don't know. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't. I I'm sitting in like at what like rank hundred fifty or something like that, or one seventy five. I'm not touching this. But like, when the month <laughs> resets, I'll 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 try it. It looks fun. I'll say that it looks it looks like a lot of fun. So you guys want something fun? Try it out. I we shared the deck list. It's in the Discord. It's in the show notes, uh, or in the chat right now. Um, knock this yourselves is out. Like a, pretty much from a meta perspective really a non-wild this was yeah. really standard card yeah. uh yeah anyhow all right yeah then there's another demon hunter card as well i guess we should talk about that yeah the next one uh battleworm vanguard this is this card can be really annoying in standard but it's uh it old attack was two old health was two it now has two attack and one health and this just makes it way less sticky not that it was that sticky but every single time demon hunter attacks which is a lot it summons mm -hmm. two one ones and before you know it their board is just completely flooded so it's way easier for this to be taken out you can do it with the hero power now so I, I feel like this is a big hit to this card i mean it's still a good card but you could kill it so easy now yep in yeah. wild this card saw play in the aggro demon hunter deck that was meta for like five minutes <laughs> but the yeah. last round of nerfs basically rendered that deck unplayable um for standard i i honestly i i couldn't say i i hadn't played when fell demon hunter became a thing i i do imagine that it is an important break point and probably people who want to play demon hunter will still play it but yeah it's 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 that one health is uh big deal yeah. yeah it's it's a really big deal um i've been playing a, a little bit of rogue whenever i was preparing for things uh for t legacy thl stuff and puffer fist now the the effect kills mm. this which is one of the the biggest breakpoints uh in that particular matchup so i immediately saw, saw the benefit of the in this whenever i was practicing um decks there and it was very happy about that um I've played a little bit of of uh, 
Demon Hunter, Fell Demon Hunter before this nerf. And I mean, Battleworn Vanguard was strong, like pretty much since it was printed. Um, I mean, Multi Strike, this is incredible. Um, this breakpoint makes it die to so many hero powers and, and not stick in the early game as much. Um, it, I mean, I think this was a, a really good nerf. And if anything, I think it, it, I wish it had gone down to a one mana one one so we could maybe, possibly, maybe, possibly, please <laughs> see it in wild for uh, odd. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you, you can't get everything, right? <laughs> yeah. Rats. Oh, now, I'm, now I'm disappointed. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So that was uh, the rest of the Demon Hunter cards. We have one rogue card, and that's Wild Pawn Null. This can be an annoying card. It's one of those costs one less for every, you know, whatever. <laughs> the, dev, the dev comment on this one was great. It was, uh, we probably shouldn't have fully unearthed this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you think? Yeah, again, again, I, I'm going to be the broken record here. When you have the ability to cheat out mana to such uh -huh. an extent consistently, you're going to have a bad time. Turns out a zero mana four or five rush, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Well, it, it could still be a zero mana, but it is a three five rush. Yeah. And, yeah. and that makes a big difference. It's it we, we saw that the last go round, um, and it probably, you know, I think in wild, mine rogue will still run this card, but it makes it a little less backbreaking. But I don't I don't know about standard, um, but I, I mean I'm happy to see the power level dip on it. They yeah. didn't even go as hard as they did on corridor creeper because that's two five and it doesn't even have rush right. Nope. Correct. The power level of the game, though, is considerably higher than it was at that time. But I mean, that is probably a good point that's worth mentioning. Yeah, I, I feel like Rogue had largely switched over um, competitively to more towards Pirate Rogue and, and less towards um, Thief Rogue. So I was honestly a, a little surprised to see Wild Paw Null. But whenever Thief Rogue was played, it was pretty much completely... Sorry, whenever Thief Rogue was played, it was pretty much completely hinged around Wild Pawn Null. So I, I, I can see why. Like, it was it was definitely an outlier in the deck. And, I mean, the pretty much the reason why you were playing it. Um, Some degree of future-proofing here as well. Very good point, too. It feels like... I, I like this because I feel like they nerfed it without breaking it or, or like, destroying the card. Like it's not terrible, yeah. uh, but it's it's not like it doesn't who, feel as bad anymore. Who likes playing against Mine Rogue in Wild? Mm, nobody. So the correct answer is nobody. I'm sure someone in chat's gonna be like, I like playing Mine Rogue. <laughs> um, I mean, I had a and, I had a positive win rate against say, them, but still, like, it's, nah. this is Same a very minor nerf to it but anything uh, that mine or no nerf mine or nerf <laughs> anything that takes away any power level from decks like that Most is probably good um but interestingly enough um because of some of the metagame shifts that we may see you might end up seeing more of that style of rogue deck than you did previously but we'll get to that later very true yeah all right, this one I know Sheep wants to talk about. 
The next one we have is a Paladin card. Light Forged Carriel is gone up one mana from seven to eight. I'm quickly going to read the dev comment on this one, and then I'm going to hand it over to Sheep. (laughs) But the the dev comment here, um, just for some context, is we are happy to see hero cards pack a late game punch for their classes, but felt Carriel was providing... Sorry, got to clear my throat. I'm, I'm 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 turning into Nate. Too. <laughs> <laughs> We're happy to see hero cards pack a late game punch for their classes, but felt like Cariel was providing that power a turn earlier than she could have been. Paladin is in a pretty healthy spot in the current meta game, and with the rest of the changes we are seeing in this patch, we expect things to stay that way. All right, sheep. What you so- got? Uh, I, I said that this was going to be, uh, in, in the pre-show that this was going to be a, a, a Mimi buff and, and, a zombies of course has already nailed it. This is of course an even paladin buff. Uh, I've, I've been, uh, <laughs> inhaling that even paladin copium for a while and Ooh. I keep on trying it and it keeps on not being good, but what does even paladin always want to do? Buff its cards. What does Cariel do with her hero power? Buff your cards. I mean, it's it's a match made in heaven if it was six mana, uh, because eight mana is 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 just so big, and they're never going to bring it down to six. So uh, I'm going to play around with it. It's not going to be good, and I'll be like, ah, it was fun trying it out, and then and then move on. But I'm still really excited to to try it out again. Like it's what the deck wants to do, even if it is eight mana. I'm still running call to arms. I'm still, you know, doing all of the things that that even Paladin wants to do. Uh, this is just a a late game opportunity, whereas before even Paladin didn't really mm-hmm. have that sustainability. Um, which, which there's the the copium part, right? If I'm like, <laughs> here's where it might actually be relevant. Uh, <laughs> with uh a, another nerf that we'll we'll kind of discuss in a little bit. Uh, some of that late game burst potential that uh, you could possibly run, you no longer can, which is unfortunate. Um, but we'll we'll get to that part. <laughs> Reno even Pally. <laughs> <laughs> that is the next level copium. Yes, agreed. So Reno Paladin was a fairly serious deck for a minute. It still probably is decent. I can't mm-hmm. imagine that deck is thrilled to see this card go up in cost. I can't imagine that it gets removed. I think it just lowers that the power level a bit. The the AOE coming down on seven is probably relevant. So kind of kind of hurts there. Mm-hmm. I, my you know my reaction to this was okay. Cariel gets the bump from seven to eight. But what about Guff? Right? <laughs> like I know, I know that Druid is. It'll not go in down the to four mana. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they did a lot of preemptive nerfs elsewhere. Like I don't Guff is fire. I, I mean, I don't want to start going on a Guff Guff rant, but I think that it's it's it's. I'm gonna hold that thought to when we we get later on in this segment because I think that it becomes a pretty relevant part of the conversation. Also, even though Guff isn't a problem in standard at present, the minute that Druid kind of gets mm-hmm. a strategy from the next expansion, which presumably it will, Guff, Guff's going to be 
either central to that strategy or an enabler of it. I mean, there's no reason not to play Guff in every single deck, wild, standard, or otherwise. Mm-hmm. And and so if it's in every wild deck by default, then you know it's a power outlier and standard because because wild's insane. So yeah. uh, interesting that Guff got the dodge and and this one didn't. I think that this was probably this is a frustrating card to play against. It warps the meta game with with oozes or the 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 snake. Oh yeah, everyone Viper. everyone has Best to run Viper, Viper now. You have to because Karyos um, is too difficult to deal with with no Viper. Um, and I, I I peaked HS replay and Paladin in the unsettled early meta is already kind of floating to the top. So this was probably uh, one of the reasons why they did it. I guess I'm not surprised by this. I'm just surprised Guff dodged the nerf. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's just ugh. anyways. I I won't. I'm gonna see every game I queue on ladder from now until the end times. He meant you missed me. (laughs) Yeah, the only reason I think we don't see Guff like super prolifically in standard right now is we're in a four set meta where the um in in standard where the cards and and kind of strategies that that Druid has doesn't have the really like critical mass of those like late game bombs thanks to the Kazakis nerf. Um, and, and and I think that, and the sustainability isn't there with some of the things that have rotated, like Cenarian Ward, which we were talking about earlier. Um, so as soon as those kind of come back, and I mean, they're, they're Druid's archetype. Like, it's, it's exactly what the class wants to do, like ramping mana, etc. So as soon as that comes back out, then people in Standard will, again... Again, because they already have been in, in previous metas, be calling for a, a guff nerf, and maybe he won't dodge it that time. <laughs> Here's my prediction: Ooh. Guff doesn't survive intact till the end of the year, the Hearthstone year. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised it's it, made it and this if far. If it does, <clears throat> they will. Mm-hmm. They will. They will eventually nail it in wild because it will break. It's already pushing Druid to such an extent of silliness, but um, it would still we'll see play. It would still see play at seven. It would probably still see play day. at eight. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, uh, yeah, probably, but it wouldn't be. I think, like, yeah, at seven, it would. It would be. Um, yeah, probably Malfurion. Still be very playable. Yeah, I mean, Malfurion saw play forever. Now, now, like, we look at Malfurion, we're like, ha, what a silly <laughs> card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Oh, all right, we got a couple more here. All right. Um, Spite Lash Siren. So, Naga Mage card. Old, cost four, two attack, five health. New, cost five, so up one, and two attack and six health. So, they upped its health by one, and its cost by one. I don't play any of uh, Naga Mage at all. I know some people do in Standard, but um, I I don't see this affecting us in Wild. It doesn't affect us in Wild. (laughs) I played this a lot in Standard. This is a huge nerf, because the way that deck played in Standard, you were like basically like playing very passive the first few turns, and then you're like... Is it turn four yet? Is it turn four? And you slam it down on four, coin the nag out, and get the, the, the mana cheat engine going. The fact that it's kind of being pushed to like five or six if you're on the play 
Yeah, I think yeah. that it was it was a ma- like when this card got released, it was so obvious that this was Dark Lair from Age, and yep. that it yep. was its days were numbered. I, I I actually applaud them for doing this because I, I made a lot of standard players unhappy, but it was only a matter of time before this card broke the game, even in Wild. It just didn't have the right synergy yet, or the right deck wasn't discovered. But like this type of like recursive like mana enabler, like it it's it's dark lair. It, it plays a little differently, and it's a little bit more restrictive because it locks the board, where you can lock the board. But the, the amount of ridiculousness that you could do with this, it was a time bomb. Um, so I, I think this is this also falls into the theme of a a future proofing type of 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 nerf. Yeah, yeah. F- future proofing and nerfing mana cheat. I mean, slowing down mana cheat. Slowing down those just big explosive turns. I mean, everything you said, 100% agreed. Blue, like, I, I played some some Naga Mage, and it was fun. But of course, my play style is a little bit more just straight up aggressive than be passive in the first few turns. So it didn't kind of call to me in that way. Um, but it was still fun whenever you had those big explosive fun turns. And... From that perspective, I'm sad to see it being nerfed, but like it, it had to be. I, I really think it had to be nerfing and slowing down that mana cheat, uh, and into a point where aggro actually has a chance to get under it, or you know, control has a, a chance to you know either develop a, a board to contest or something, um, or have answers to actually contest it whenever it, it does get dropped. I mean, I, I think that's important and slowing it down. Yes. But like you said, pretty much nukes the card. And I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, however much it is taking a lot of people's fun away. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, we all remember dark Lair. So, <laughs> yep. <clears throat> so you you tweeted the the link about APX Void's disappointment. I was watching No Hands Gamer last night, and he 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 said something that really kind of resonated with me, which was, "How many one class specialists are there left?" Not many. It must be maddening to be a one class specialist at this point yeah. of this game, because if your deck, if your the deck gets nerfed. You know, like I'm sure this is all APX Void was playing on stream because mm-hmm. Mech Mage, while I like it, I can see that it wasn't very good and standard and, mm-hmm. you know, it's not as exciting or as interesting. Like well, it's tough or, 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 you know, and this deck was, uh, was like skill intensive also because, you know, you're bouncing, all right, Naga spell, Naga spell. And then it's, uh, all right, do I, do I have enough mana? And am I saving cards? And was you know, it skill intensive? I did pretty well with it, which probably <laughs> signifies that it's not so skill intensive. Sh- shut up! Yeah, you're you're, you're, you're admit, like Lou, top 100 you're, you're, legend. You're a good, you can... Yeah, <laughs> you you got uh, skill everything's though. <laughs> everything's relative, but but yeah, it. But I no, mean, I, I mean, but I agree, and I feel bad for Draco Cat as well because Demon Hunter got nuked, and and it's like, well. You know, uh, f- for the class specialists, when their class gets hit super hard, um, you know, it's kind of a bummer. Uh, I mean, it is what it is, I guess, but... I think we've all become post-class players, you know, we kind of gravitate towards deck decks that are enjoyable. You know, maybe you don't like a class, like I never was particularly a, a fan of Paladin, but I, I played a lot of hand-buff Paladin 
um, when that was kind of at its apex, and I really enjoyed it. So, I, you know, I think that the way that Hearthstone is, we kind of went through this whole phase of trying to push class identity, and, and that kind of has gone by the wayside, and it's really about interesting decks, and, and I think that's fine, but it does... It does run up against, you know, a traditional arena of content creation, which was the class specialization. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's I don't know, I have mixed feelings about it. But when you when you push an archetype like Nagamage with this mana cheat engine, you you have to know in the back of your mind that this is has a very limited shelf life. Yeah. <laughs> It was yeah. viable in a four-set meta game. It would have just taken one more cheap spell or one more really good neutral Naga or Mage Naga, and and the deck would have been a, the, a meta tyrant. Yep. Yeah. And um, for anybody who like a lot of people that aren't dumping money into the game, we all know we have. But you, can, when you're specializing with one class, a lot of people just. N- they dust everything else, right? So that they can craft for that one class that they play. And when that gets nuked, that's that's really not fun. And that's that's really relevant. Like here, I'm gonna read to you a message that a friend of mine, an IRL friend, he plays Hearthstone very casually, <laughs> usually hits silver, you know, in standard and kind of stops there. Um I'm just scrolling up here. Uh, apparently, we had a long conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he writes, "They nerfed Spite Lash and Mister Smite!" Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! That's my two decks: Naga Mage and Pirate Rogue. I don't have any more decks playable. I guess I'm out till the next expansion comes around. Oof. And really? and he's not. He's not like he. He's not the 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 casual rager that you'll see like he doesn't engage with the game on twitter Mm -hmm. or um any social media like he's like you know it happens i explained to him that it was necessary unfortunately and he's like okay well i guess i'll sit out and it's for him it's like whatever i'll just do something else not a big deal but it does it is probably something that they they have to worry about that it does impact engagement budget players uh or class specialists it's it is kind of sad to see because i want to see my friends enjoy the game and 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 unfortunately there's another side to this but i mean you know i i told them that you you kind of went all in on spite lash at your own risk and and he was like well how am i supposed to know that like he doesn't follow the game as closely as us and it's like yeah it's it's true you know you have faith that the, the designs that are getting pushed are going to see life for its duration at this yeah. point, we we know if you go all in on like something that's like one of the best things, it's you know caution like at your own risk because yeah. there's a good chance it'll get cut. So um, you know, s- silver lining for your your friend Blue, um, Mister Smite, still good. Pirate Rogue, still really good. So so if they if, if he does still still want to play and and that is one of his decks, which it sounded like it was, um, it was yeah. Yeah, that that one's that one's still good. Um, and he could still play that thing. But kind of getting a little bit ahead of, uh, I am kind of getting a little bit ahead of us there by talking Mr. Smite. So I'll back that back up. Well, fair yeah. enough. I'll, I'll pass along the message because I haven't really followed standard since the mini sets. So that that that'll be good to know. But um, yeah, I I I will say that I I kind of I'm biased 
because I don't have the same limited kind of card pooler budget. I like that they take chances with interesting designs. The Colossals were cool. Um, the Nagas were really cool. You know, they take, they're, they're willing to take risks. And, and like people will make comments like they shouldn't do these things, they shouldn't take these risks. Well, you know, fine, but I don't want to play Hearthstone 2015 anymore. We've been there and done that. And, and I, I mean, I, I think that I, I hope that they're not dissuaded from taking these chances, even mm -hmm. though they are high risk. They're also high reward that makes the game fun and engaging. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a different perspective. But, you know, I, I think that. Um, this expansion um, has been one of my favorites in a long time because the everything they introduced was really fun. The mechs were fun. The Colossals, everyone loves the Colossals. The Nagas were great, although they kind of killed the Nagas, but that's in Mage at least, that's an aside. And I suppose Demon Hunter as well. But, you know, they took chances and, and I hope they continue to do so. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right, we have... Earthen ah, scales. A wild card. A wild oh, uh, card. A wild um, card. <laughs> actually, you know what? Before we talk earthen scales, there's one more standard card that we should talk about. It's at the bottom of the list. Yeah, yeah, school yeah, teacher. Yeah. All right, so let's let's hop down to school teacher, then we'll hit the, the three <laughs> wild cards. So school teacher used to be five attack, four health. It is now four attack, three health. Now, I found this card quite annoying. Every single time I played against it, that five attack is is hefty, and the card does a thing. This is aggressively statted. I don't think any time I seen someone play it, I was like, "Oh, okay." I was always like, "Oh my god, really?" <laughs> <laughs> most, this was the most played standard card. Yep. Oh wow, I, didn't I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. It was, yeah. It, it's neutral, right? So yeah. anybody can play it. It's Naga. It's it was Naga in the themed. dev comment. Yeah. So it's and I wouldn't be surprised if they still continue to play it. This card will still see play. I it's play still it. actually it's, decently statted. It's still yeah. fine. It's uh yeah. it's still pretty it's good. A light touch. It it used to have crazy premium stats for a really premium effect. And now it has you know, not terrible stats with a premium effect so it's it's not a four four it's a four three for four mana so it's like okay um you know it, it, it bumped it down to where it's not just like oh well i'll just throw this in any deck because even if i'm just playing curve stone which standard doesn't do anyway but even if i'm just playing curve stone powerful body powerful effect why not and now it's mm -hmm. like well there's a little bit of a trade-off because it has worse trades it it doesn't trade up as much anymore um but that powerful effect is still there so i i think this was a a good nerf because i think it it's still a strong card and it will still see play it's just no longer going to also rule the board with that powerful effect it's, it's still board presence but no longer ruling it which is what it was kind of doing before i've got a question can anybody spell Zinashar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I know. I've spelled it so many times because of all the lore stuff. Oh, my goodness. It's Z-E-N-A-Jari. 
right. I, I know that that was wrong zen too like that that's, was that was the joke that's cute all right let's talk about earthen scales well sorry, sorry blue did you want to say something about school teacher before we move on no you 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 had me exact. It's still really good. It's still going to see play in every standard deck that was running it, and it's not going to see a day in wild. Read on all counts. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Earthen scales used to cost one. Now it costs <laughs> two. They may sound like just one mana, but that is exactly double. Boom. <laughs> so, since, uh, since when did druid you... care about mana anyways? <laughs> <laughs> all, you, all you skulking geist enjoyers. My, my condolences, but uh, the fact that I'm seeing more screenshots circulate with Plate Breaker in them, I like it. I like Friendship it. with Skulking Geist is over. Uh, this, this card was <laughs> a real... Plate Breaker is my new best friend. <laughs> this card was a real feels bad and standard. I remember that month you took um, Rant Druid to Legendate, yep. um, and I was watching you play. Like The comeback potential from this card was just insane. Even though they nerfed the heck out of that deck, this was still very much, you know, you cheat out the giant, you play the earth and scale. It's still you good. Get, I lost to it you today. Push people out. I, I, I lost to it today on my lunch break. I was playing Naga Priest against a Druid and I got him down to six health. And it was like, yeah, all right, well, here's, you know, play Guff on five. And uh, all of a sudden they've got 15 mana. And then there's, uh, you know, Anixia comes down with the whole giant board full of little two ones wipes out my whole board plays earth and scale all of a sudden the health is back up to 20 you know it's like i mean this is why we don't have nice things <laughs> i i love the comment here we don't normally read the comments on the podcast but i raxia said that uh this i think no no, no schmoopy daddy uh it, it it's kind of dumb they included a wild card in the core set and it got nerfed which is so funny <laughs> Um, but not for the reason that you might think, but still, I mean, it just goes to show you. I think that Plate Breaker is bait. I think that's hilarious. Oh, of uh, course it's oh, bait. Yeah. It's Geist, oh, yeah. was, Geist was bait. Geist was bait, too. So here's the thing. Some Geist shaman was, decks... Geist was okay when there was a bunch of mage running around as well. Uh, yeah, the, but like, the, the last... Geist, the last big use for Geist was some Shaman decks ran it. Martian was most notable for this because it could have a decent effect against your opponent if you queued into the right matchup. Some oh. mages, Druid. Quest but if Hunter, you were playing, Questline Hunter uh, before Questline that got Hunter nerfed too sure. was, uh, yeah. Yeah, so you, you, you'd play Geist in your Shaman decks so when you you go through the shutter loop, your hand wouldn't get clogged up with wind shields if you played with Sleep Breaker, so you could still play Sleep Breaker. That, that, that was the rationale for running Geist. There's absolutely no copium excuse for running Plate Breaker. Um, although, uh, you'll find, you'll find Doc Delight, uh, formerly known as White Delight, running Plate Breaker. Um, so kudos there, my friend. I, I, I think that this is just, it's not a, it's a joke buff. It's not really a buff but i mean it probably means you'll see less geists on ladder even mm. though you shouldn't have been seeing any but uh, <laughs> it probably I mean, makes lion cracker a little more awkward i mean it they always have 20 mana anyways but when they don't for whatever reason because they low rolled guff or, or they didn't get their ramp i mean it could make that bees lion cracker turn a little bit more awkward especially if they want to stack two of them but 
But Back the, in the, my the real... day, we we did line cracker and bees with only ten mana. So <laughs> <laughs> the, the real Again, man. There's this card called Guff that sees play in every druid deck. Mechathune, Maligos, Tog. Not line an aggro cracker. druid. Not an aggro not, druid. You know, not the, in the funny wild thing is, you probably could play it in. Uh... True. All right, you got me. One druid deck. Yeah. Um. The the real nerf here. We can't we can't get Earth and Scales off of Wandmaker anymore. <laughs> get out Not, of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, I cannot argue with that statement. That is a factual correct statement. All right. So we we've uh we've been recording for an hour and nine minutes and we're gonna hit the two wild nerfs now. <laughs> yes. Although although technically Smite was a standard nerf. That's, that's true. All right. So before I say what exactly the nerf is, I'm going to re- read the dev comment on, on Lightning Bloom. All right. So Lightning Bloom has been nerfed. The comment is, as we tracked gameplay following the mini set, we noticed concerns about game experiences in Wild, particularly when it comes to big shaman decks. These <laughs> decks can sometimes ramp out very big threats early which could make games feel like non-games. We quickly identified Lightning Bloom as the card which was creating the most problems for the format, both in the short term and long term. So we are making an aggressive adjustment to it. So aggressive, very much so, meaning this fundamentally, the card does not play the same as it used to. It is still zero mana, but instead of gaining two mana crystals this turn only, it is refresh two mana crystals, which is not the same at all. This card no longer functions the same. Okay, wait, whose fault <laughs> is it that the big shaman was everywhere? <laughs> I believe it's your fault, Nate. Um, Nathaniel. So, so here's the the. He had legend with it before about... it was cool. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm a big shaman enjoyer. Funny enough, when I played the deck a lot, it was actually right before Scalamance came out. And Lightning Bloom was a Scalamance card. Um, Mm -hmm. So when when we put together the big shaman deck, and a lot of the intellect that went behind it is really to to the credit of my good friend, NHL NJ Fan 1. Don't be fooled by the number in his name. One of the smartest minds in the game. Um, he, 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 we, we kind of looked at the two colossals in the mini set and got excited more so about Neptalon. But mm-hmm. really, what we, what we originally in his list, he had a few overload cards. He had Lightning Bloom, Ancestral Knowledge, and Lightning Storm. Now, I immediately advocated for cutting Lightning Storm because it's just too slow. The overload feels too bad. Mm-hmm. You got to run um, the uh, overdraft at that point. It kind of just starts to clutter up. And then we had Knowledge and Bloom. But the problem is, is that when you're pulling cards with investment opportunity, sometimes you want Bloom, sometimes you want AC. And so what happens if we just only run Bloom with investor opportunity then you like, always oh, draw maybe, bloom <laughs> maybe that, maybe that'll work and it turned out that that was 
the the I hate this expression, the secret sauce that just made the deck so consistent. You always mm -hmm. had lightning bloom, which means you always were able to play Mock Morpher. I find it hilarious that in the first day of June, there were people who were still saying who will go unnamed. Oh, I don't think Muck is that good. Except it, it is when you always are able to play it on turn two or turn right. three with the ancestral knowledge. I mean, it the deck was just ridiculous. And and I, I think the reason it really took off was because um NHL hit rank one with it, six J hit rank one with it, Reno Jackson, I think also hit rank one with it. Hydra crafted have... it on my free to play account because of that. <laughs> there, there you go. I I hit I, I had a really good run with it on day one. I think I entered in at like twenty something, although day one doesn't mean much. But I, I had north of a sixty-five percent win rate with it. It was the nuts. Yeah. And I, I I'm this kills it because now we don't care about refreshing mana. So the whole engine of the deck like the investment opportunity to get bloom that that's dead so if you want to play big shaman now you don't have any way of getting ancestral knowledge out early unless you somehow coin it with uh farsight which is a very unlikely thing um no back in the day we had to stall we had to stall until turn five yeah yep. and, and yep. if you have to stall you have to build the deck differently and and then it starts to look more like what white delight kind of would do with the deck um over the last few months and and i just think that that's probably okay but it's not gonna be a, a meta tyrant i had no idea that it would be this good so i am actually very happy that the summer of big shaman as i dubbed it unceremoniously came to an end uh <laughs> yesterday the, um, the fortnight of big shaman <laughs> I mean, when I was playing it two years ago, prior to Scalamance, I mean, it had a little bit of fringe. It was like a tier three deck, you know, and I thought that was what it was going to be this time around as well. I thought that Neptilon was going to, you know, Muck Morpher was back in vogue with the Colossals. And it turns mm -hmm. out that we actually like Big Shaman had all the, 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 the trappings to have been the meta tyrant, even like Neptilon pushed it over the edge, but really it was the investment opportunity lightning bloom the fact that you could just vomit out a big boy every game on turn two so so uh with such regularity i was not playing big shaman on eu and i kept queuing into them so i got to feel the pain on the other side of the mm. matchup and it it was miserable <laughs> yes indeed um, <laughs> i will say i i i did very well against big shaman uh, on my legend climb, but uh, well, I started playing your deck nade on EU for that reason. Say so you're doing pretty EU, good with it, right? <laughs> I, I, I had a like 65 a win rate, good. 65. I, I was, I, I could pull up my stats against yeah, Big see. Shaman. Um, it was pretty, it was pretty consistent, but uh, um, free Shaman for those who are curious, you can see it on Nate's Twitter. Um, Wild he EU. wasn't running Murabi. I yeah, was. <laughs> Do have that golden one? I should throw it in there. Uh, yeah, why not? Five, five and, and one can, against Big Shaman. People can hover. <laughs> <laughs> five and one. I was pretty high with it too, and I don't remember. But I mean, if the deck's dead now, so, so you know, this has implications for other decks as well. I thought maybe it would. St I think we. I think you're muted. Technical Blue. difficulties. Do I think we lost your? Oh. Oh, now you're back. All right. 
you can hear me yep. oh weird okay yeah my computer had a little bit of a of a senior moment <laughs> um it wasn't me um no i was just gonna say that like so me. big shaman's dead i i do think that the druid druid decks that ran lightning bloom are probably not running it anymore either yeah um i thought maybe it would still see play in alignment most people who are good with that deck very much told me no it, it is a cut a hundred percent so that that's gone um it's probably a cut from like Cthulhu druid mm -hmm. um I, I think it's just they kind of murdered the card uh the only deck i think you still run it in is like frog shaman yeah yeah because you want the the zero spell but <clears throat> even there like there are situations where it's going to be trickier to use so they they basically murdered the card uh and and frankly it deserves okay to die that. yeah yeah yep. i mean it's 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 og innervate and and again when you have the ability to cheat that much mana so consistently it's going to cause problems and we saw the problems that it caused and i had no i had no notion that big shaman was going to be as good as it was and for the reason it was i thought if it was going to be busted it because of the cool new colossals mm -hmm. it turns out that it was the mana cheat engine that enabled you to vomit out the colossal early which just meant that there was no there was no counterplay against it and they take like 28 damage because neptalon can attack like four times right weird yeah. seeing this this trend in hearthstone with mana cheat being op strange huh. hmm. <laughs> hmm. but i'm still glad they take chances i am too but also my exact reaction to this nerf is six words ding dong the witch is dead oh. <laughs> and not not just about big shaman in general but the lightning bloom as a whole the the things that it enabled i mean i'm I'm just i'm really glad that it it has been taken down because like lightning bloom was just mana cheat without any conditions right i mean like I, I guess there was a condition of the overload but like you're paying that later rather than investing into it kind of beforehand and it seems like both with this nerf and with some of the other nerfs that they they've done historically and here like from the depths by it lash siren they're making you invest in the mana cheat like up front right and and so this one you're, you're still getting mana cheat but it's refreshing and i i think that's really healthy i think that's really good i think that the fact that you're not able to get stuff out earlier without investing in that is the way that it's kind of going towards and i like that full stop <laughs> i i didn't think they were gonna do it i actually said that uh they they i i had a hot take that they tend to not go after the mana cheat and they try to eat around it because they want to keep that in um and and uh uh tom carter and nhl were like what are you talking about blue you're out of your mind they nerf mana cheat all the time they're gonna kill bloom and and, and i was wrong they were right i've admitted it on the record i'm happy i was wrong and now i'll never speak of this again <laughs> i just have two words bye felicia <laughs> <laughs> nice well we've got summer a big shaman uh june 1st to june 16th <laughs> <laughs> we need a we need Done. an updated graphic 
Yeah, yeah. We we should totally make one after we have the date, you know. Maybe like with a wilted lightning bloom or something. We'll do that uh, <laughs> that that one with uh, you know the 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 Grant Gustin or the guy that plays the Flash, you know, next to that uh, the tombstone doing the peace sign or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Summer big shaman. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, we got but, one one card left. Oh, sorry, sorry. Carry on. Okay, I'll maybe we'll go over broader implications of the nerf after we talk about this next one. Sure, we've got one left that uh, it's been nerfed for standard, but we do see this in wild, and that is my boy, Mister Smite, has gone up in one mana from six to seven. And for me in wild, that is way too slow. I kind of wanna just sort of want to play Leroy now. If I was gonna <laughs> hit you for six two turns earlier, but um, I think <laughs> I think in standard this might this still might be okay, right? Um, yeah. Like you were saying, sheep in the rogue deck, it's still fine, and um, it, it also hurts because of Nelly because now. Oh, great. It's back at six mana if you get it off of Nelly, <laughs> right? So it, this this one's a bit rough, but it's, I think it'll be okay. Thoughts, guys? Yeah, I'm... So, mm-hmm. oh, go ahead, Sheep. Oh, I was just going to, to start this off by saying I'm sad that we can't try this out in even Paladin with the Karyl buff. And I'll turn it over to you, Blue. <laughs> oh, Oh, that would have been good. You know, that, that, that would have been not this too terrible. Was, uh, this was my day one golden craft and hit legend with it with Pirate Warrior. I'll never forget. Like I didn't craft it in gold. I crafted I it non-gold because I didn't I believe. Didn't. And then and then I played it and I believed. And, and I called my Pirate Warrior for the next like four months Cow God because of mm-hmm. Smite. Like, <laughs> All hail. The, so this this nerf matters. Um, yeah. the, the question is to, to what extent? So, um, this card in its original unnerfed state was one of the highest, uh, drawn win rate cards. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe that was the stat in, in pirate fish rogue. Mm-hmm. Um, the six turn six break point was important. You're always scared. Like the, cause the aggro rogue you know, against a control deck will do a very good job of consistently just chunking you and you're at low mana and then you're always worried around turn five, turn six, oh my god, are they going to play a smite that got boosted by swordfish or just, you know, and, um, you know, with, with parachute brigand or or if you still have the weapon up with dread corsair adds even more burst potential. So at seven, it slows it down a little bit <laughs> and, and the question is, you know, someone asked me, well, you just take it out for Leroy. It's the same difference. It's not Mm-mm. the same difference no. because it doesn't have the the collateral effect, which was very strong, making yes. your other pirates have charge. Yep. And most importantly, it is not a pirate. When I was playing aggro rogue very early days before mm-hmm. we got the refine list that we have today, I was running two less pirates with eviscerate. Terrible idea. But not for the reason that you might think. It just made the dredging of your swordfish less consistent. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to cut Smite, we are going to have to replace it with another pirate. And the question then becomes, what? And I, I, I wonder if it's just going to stay. I, I, I'm going to just keep it. Later, 
I'll just, You're just keep gonna it. keep it. Yep, yep. I yep. think that so what's interesting is that there's a lot of debate between some of the best minds in the game. And and what I said yesterday was we're not gonna have to really debate this for long because enough people are gonna keep it that we're gonna see the data. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 that will largely be deterministic of it. And I think that if it does stay, it's it's not because the nerf doesn't matter. It absolutely does, especially yes. in a deck where turn by turn every turn matters. Um, but because there isn't a better alternative. I agree with mm-hmm. you one hundred percent. The mm-hmm. the nerf hurts. Uh but like Fish Rogue is so fast um that you know, there are often times that you're winning before you're playing Smite. Smite was just an amazing finisher. But, like, I mean, you nailed it. Uh, I mean, I played a ton of that deck. Um, a lot of it. And I that's what got me my 11x back. And um, this card carries games as well. And, and like you mentioned, the synergy between... Uh, you know, this is wild. We cheat out cards all the time between um, our, you know, our one-mana stuff and our brigands and... Uh, patches and everything else it's like you need the pirate synergy and Mm -hmm. because of the dredge synergy with the fish um, like that that was one of the things i think when when we cut eviscerate from the list early on it's like there was it was such a bad feeling to dredge uh with with the fish uh, the swordfish and not get a pirate and so it was like all right eviscerate's got to go Oh, in hindsight, it was terrible. But you know, we can look at these things now and 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 ask what were we thinking. But you know, I mean, <laughs> it's funny we gravitate to these aggressive decks just because of our playstyle preferences. But it also means that we're also very much part of that refining process. Mm-hmm. I I I'm going to say this: I want Smite to still be good, and I want Aggro Rogue to still be a meta contender. And that might not be a popular opinion, but I think when you zoom back, right, and look at the landscape, mm-hmm. they nerfed Lightning Bloom. It was absolutely correct, but they didn't go further. And and I don't think that keen observers are terribly surprised due to their design philosophy. They went mm-hmm. further in standard. Holy moly! They, <laughs> yeah. they, 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 they <laughs> like we're just gonna come in with a wrecking ball and change the meta. But um, you know. Ben says Smite is dead. Sorry, that means Smite's still play- playable. <laughs> hey, Ben. I, I kid, I kid. Um, but but he may be right. We, we're going to find out soon enough, because enough people are going to still play it. But, but let's game it out. If mm-hmm. Aggro Rogue is weakened, then we don't really have a good aggro deck in the meta anymore. The mech decks are good. They're not quite good enough, no, especially when they lose single-handedly to cards like Poison Seeds and Devolve. Druid, even though it lost Lightning Bloom, still has Twig, Sphere, and Guff left untouched. And Some of the biggest power swings of the <laughs> and game. And in Biggin. <laughs> for us and Biggin enjoyers. Um, that's going to become a really dominant deck. And what happens when the meta degenerates into a greed fest? Mm-hmm. And there's no aggro deck to kind of take its flank. What are we going to see rise to counter the greed? Combo, <laughs> more greed. 
and quest mage another deck that didn't get touched which i'm a little surprised about because the feels bad of the feels bad nothing feels worse than losing to three ice blocks and someone taking five to eight extra turns in a row and pecking you to death with the parents i'm gonna go barf Um, i'll be right back yeah i mean we can see quest mage and i think what what we're gonna see that at high legend because there's already a propensity to play less aggro. People were playing lots of Pirate Rogue just because it was that good that that it had a high population. But that was the only thing keeping that kind of greedy dynamic in check. And and I'm really worried that that you know depending on how impactful this nerf is, we can really see that shift to greed Lord Fest. And then then you get like the weird kind of like the weird counters to it at mid to lower legend and 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 you know rank ladder like the ticketist stuff and all that and it's just i don't know it it it's not i worry about that although hopefully as they say they'll be keeping an eye on it but who knows maybe maybe the maybe aggro rogue is still fine but it's really the last honest aggro deck it's like the secret mage of of the current format it's it's mm-hmm. like or what pirate or even though everyone hated pirate warrior before you know it kept the format somewhat honest because you 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 could only go so greedy before you got punished right so it's that equilibrium of you know aggro control combo mm-hmm. that 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 we see here so i i'm gonna be watching the the data on smite really closely and in fact i'm gonna pull it up right now since the patch i wonder if we already have some data we might have a little since i i do i'm a i'm an hs premium enjoyer so if i go to cards <laughs> Wild. Uh, can we do it since the patch? Uh, let's see here. Yep, we certainly can. Uh, Diamond through Legend. Rogue. Where's Rogue? There's Rogue. Deck win rate. Smite is still has a 57.3% win rate. Now it's only a day. Yeah, it's still early days. Low sample still size looking, so far. It's still looking playable because yeah. it's in a large portion of the decks. And it, by the way, it has the same win rate as Filet Fighter and uh, uh, Prize Plunder. If I sort by legend only, um, uh, the data is really small. I don't even know if this is really meaningful. Yeah, we don't we don't see it at all. But I think that's that's by virtue of people just not playing it as opposed Hell- to doing poorly, because I don't even see it even post up. But sense. Diamond Through Legend, it's still... Zombie said that Corbett said that it's still playable. I'd say that I can see why one might think that. Um, the mulligan win rate is really low. No one ever wanted to keep it in the mulligan. No, but we didn't want to keep it in the mulligan anyways, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, no, it's it's probably the best of your worst options. I heard uh, one suggestion, I believe this was also Corbett's suggestion, was taking out Smite and taking out one Cutlass Courier, that's the 2-5 pirate that uh, mm-hmm. uh, allows you to draw when you attack, and replacing it with two um, Amalgams of the Deep. Uh, I... I never was terribly impressed with Amalgam of the Deep uh, in that deck, but perhaps that's... At least you're replacing it with pirate cards that can dredge. I think that's the really important thing. But you probably just... you kind of It was like with the Pirate uh, pirate Warrior nerf. Even though the card got nerfed, you kind of just say, well, it's worse, but it's still good enough, and kind of stick with it. Amalgam of the Deep can be anything. It can even be Smite! 
For 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 the old men who watched the first season of Family Guy, it's a great <laughs> reference. Great reference. Yeah, I, I think honestly that this nerf, both for Standard and Wild, is probably especially if, as the early data seems to suggest, um, Smite is still playable and super competitive. Um, Slowing it down, I, I think that's really healthy. I, I mean, like it's having strong aggro is important. Um, having you know a, a powerful effect like Smite does, not just in the charge, but also the ancillary effect of all of your pirates having charge, super impactful. Having that cost a little bit more, and and you know having only being able to include cheaper pirates in that makes sense honestly less relevant for us here in, in wild kind of that aspect it's more just the kind of slowing it down which pirate rogue was if not the undisputed you know number one uh especially after the lightning bloom nerf um <laughs> uh at the very least uh heavily in contention for number one with that just, lightning bloom nerf. I just don't want to see more quest mage. Honestly, like I I'm not a fan. That. I'm not a fan of slow druid, but like yeah. I I don't even know like I don't know what I'm going to do now, honestly. Uh, <laughs> I might I might just keep exploring Nate's free shaman. I might require some tweaks depending on how the meta game goes, but I, mean, I, that, I I've, you you can very easily that deck has changed so much over time there was mm -hmm. times when it was uh i mean it, it, sometimes it runs boom pistol bully sometimes it runs i mean it's the ultimate like mutinous. tech w deck i will never <laughs> yeah. run mutinous in it i hate that but like i mean i think it dilutes your uh i've won so many games because they're ice fishing pulled mutinous instead of uh flurgle mm -hmm. talks but uh yeah so I'm I'm not a pro proponent of that, but still, I I think that. So we, what we have to look at, right, is if the two tier one decks got hit, what does that mm -hmm. well, you know what does that leave? And it's you know uh, the various druid builds and quest mage and freeze shaman. Um, I I agree with your face, Hydra. <laughs> Hydra visibly grimaced and <laughs> looked like somebody farted. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I think that wild is is regardless of how things settle, it's going to follow the same pattern it has pretty much since um, what was that expansion last year? Um, the one we all disliked. Oh, what was it? Oh, Stormwind. 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 Yeah, Stormwind. I love the, Stormwind. The despair. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. <laughs> I, I liked the, it, you know, Stormwind reminded me of Mean Streets of Gazetan, right? I didn't like the meta when the set came out, but I really liked the cards. And so I think we'll maybe look at Stormwind more fondly as more time goes on. But like, I loved Quest difference... Hunter. I, I know it like ruined the game for a lot of people, but not for me. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure I'm allowed to 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 say what I thought about Quest Hunter. The the uh Keep it family friendly. <laughs> people, people were were deriding me for being a big shaman main, so I asked if that was an improvement over being an odd Quest Hunter main and uh, apparently the answer was marginally yes. The answer <laughs> is I, I gravitate <laughs> towards <laughs> these. <laughs> 
to these toxic <laughs> decks. But but the, what I was trying to say is that the the difference between the meta contenders in Wild and everything else kind of seems to just be there's just a, such a large gap. You've got a pot like a handful of decks that that are so finely tuned that you can't really explore creative deck building and try and be competitive and maybe play certain play styles that 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 you otherwise would gravitate towards so i wish that they would take more of an active hand in in managing some of the power outliers in wild it's great that they nerfed bloom like it was absolutely needed and necessary and and even if things don't end up quite the way that i'd like it's still an improvement over what would have been if they didn't touch it but I really would like to see things like Twig Sphere be looked at, Oaken Summons. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, th- those types of things. I know I'm picking on Druid, but you mm-hmm. know th- those types of big, big swings. Uh, Toxfin in Warlock. The real feels bad, like Swingers Ice Block. Yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Strange. But I, I think that that's wishful thinking, and and I mean, I'm I'm just happy they took the steps they did, and. And uh, you know, maybe with more time, they'll re- they'll reverse their decision on how much of a of a of an interventionist take they want to want to have within Wild. Anyways, I'm I'm rambling a little bit, so my apologies. But uh, uh, lots lots to say there. But uh, oh, absolutely, I, it's a good topic and it's fun to talk about. I do want to I want to keep our eye on Smite and just keep watching the data. Like, I mean. This just happened yesterday, and so let's kind of—I don't know—we'll have to keep an eye on it over time and see what happens. And it's—it's looking—it's looking not too bad, honestly, so far. And I think that enough people are are gonna just keep running it. I just we'll, can't think we'll, of anything better we'll, to stick in its place. I mean, especially in the rogue deck, right? You don't—you don't, you don't you want put the pirate in. Yeah. No, I no, no, no. Maybe... I wouldn't put Leroy in in that deck if I was playing something else. Like I, a... I, yeah. The, the, I the pirate dredge is guy captain yeah. crag is like the finisher maybe but you don't really go wide with that deck right so i i don't know probably not we'll see we'll see we'll see some someone far more intelligent than i will optimize it and uh and we shall see <laughs> and the data by the way just as a interesting so i i i had a i had a hot take about guff that it doesn't survive the year untouched I'm also going to say the same thing about Swordfish. Like, I feel like Swordfish is going to become, at some point, like, an out-of-control card in Standard, and they're going to have to touch it. Like, I feel I feel that's going to happen maybe in Set 2 or Set 3. I don't think Swordfish survives untouched. Hmm. We I like bold that. predictions here, so we'll... We'll have to keep an eye you on memorialize these Memorialize it. And... That's right. That's I'll, right. I'll admit if I was wrong, <laughs> like I did with Lightning Bloom. Hey, very good. All right, friends. Well, lots of nerfs, lots of nerfs. Uh, let's um, let's kind of segue quickly into our weekly challenge and and get things uh, kind of wrapped up since we've got a listener series match um, waiting in the wings here. But uh, we have quite an achievement over here that our friend Ulticon like doubled down this week. I'm just gonna pass it over to Sheep so I don't start coughing. But this was pretty impressive. Yeah, so for our weekly listener challenge, last week's challenge was most healing with a single card. Um, so, you know, for example, if you hover over it in the timeline, that one card will have done that thing. And Ulticon healed 
it's got to be a record. It's got to be a record. 3,072 health <laughs> with one card. <laughs> Absurd. It's, it's ridiculous. I've never seen anything like it. I'm sitting here thinking, well, if I, you know, Amara, Reno Jackson, I could get 39. This is... Like it would just add a zero to it. Three thousand seventy-two. This is gross. It's criminal. Too bad you can't actually have that much health. I mean, uh, I guess you could maybe on a minion, but not on your face. But that's nuts. That's crazy. Well, and get you this: you can have that much mana, just not that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow, that was good. Well, and and so I think last week Sheep had made a uh, a, a silly, maybe flippant comment, and uh, so the part two of this is equally as impressive. Yes. So um, my lucky number for pretty much as long as I can remember is five hundred and eighty-six. So I kind of doubled down, tripled down on the amount, and was like, "Hey, if you if anyone can heal for exactly five hundred and eighty-six." I'll I'll throw in a a little bit more, and uh, so Ulticon also <laughs> was able to heal for exactly five hundred and eighty six as well. How in the world is that even possible? There it is. It's up on the screen. I didn't have it ready, so I just dropped it in. But it's it it's that's amazing. Like that is some now. It's against the innkeeper, so you get to like carve a tiny bit off of that but but like the math involved in this is absurd <laughs> I, I i i that's just good photoshop i'll tell you <laughs> that's how i would do it anyways <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking i'm not saying ulticon cheated this is incredible i, no. I i'm just no you're just saying you cheat yes yes <laughs> yes uh yeah. President said on that. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> so, to honor Ulticon's achievement, I will be buying them the next Hero Portrait bundle that releases individually. So that that comes out of my pocket, not anything to do with the show that way. So, um Ulticon and I have connected that way and, and that's kind of what we came upon. So, um congratulations Ulticon to both achievements. Incredible. Uh, both yes my very specific 586 uh as well as the honestly i don't know if it's it's got to be significantly more impressive with the 3072 yeah and for the record that wasn't the 3072 was not against the innkeeper no 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 the 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 innkeeper restriction is is for our official show restrictions that that, that was not on mine yeah yeah um, yeah, the 586 being so specific it did not have the same uh, no. uh, restriction there. Uh, so congratulations to Ulticon. Uh, you, of course, have won our two packs on us, as well as the ever-coveted immortalization on the Born to be Wild Hall of Fame on our website. So congratulations to Ulticon for two mind-boggling achievements there absolutely yeah yeah this will be up on our website this weekend and so uh check it out the screenshots this is why we started doing it because these things are so incredible like you got to see the screenshot to kind of like 
let it sink in for a minute. Like, it's just absurd. And so uh, scroll through that Hall of Fame sometime and you'll just you'll be astounded at some of the uh, the screenshots that we've got there. It's wonderful. Absolutely. So what are we thinking about for this week's challenge? Hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put Blue Train on the spot because he, he, he looks particularly ponderous presently. Oh, dear. I am not good at this at all. Um, okay, so I've been playing a deck called Copper Hunter. Okay. Uh, it's basically a Beast Hunter deck that runs Tundra Rhino and a lot of cheap beasts and draws with uh, Starving Buzzard. One of the cool interactions with that deck is what you can do with um, Tundra Rhino and the Colossal um, uh, Hydro, whatever, the one with the two heads. Hydrolodon. Hydrolodon. <laughs> Hydrolodon thing. I was going to say Hydrologist. I'm like, no, that's the Murloc. <laughs> so um, perhaps maybe something with, um, with Hydrolodon. Um, you can get a lot of really cool OTKs, right? Um, so, mm. so perhaps maybe uh, the 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 biggest uh, someone's gonna do this like in five seconds. This is why you don't <laughs> have me do the challenges. But but like I saw some people get like full boards of like Hydra heads and then do like ridiculous amounts of damage. So the most amount of damage in one turn with Hydrolodon, perhaps that might be. B or C tier of a weekly challenge, but that was one of the cool interactions that that kind of made me feel like that was like a born to be wildish sort of interaction. So oh, and I'm in that. it. Hydrolodon. There you go. Yeah, completely on brand. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So the most damage you can do with a single Hydrolodon, which of course includes the the Hydra heads. Like let, let let's be real. That's that's an integral part of that. So, since that one requires a little bit more than one single screenshot, Hearthstone Deck Tracker is your friend. So, Hearthstone Deck Tracker or Firestone, both are appropriate for submission. So, how do you submit that? Well, first, to participate in this ch uh, challenge, either in casual or on ladder, not against a friend, they'll help you cheat, not against the innkeeper, he won't try and help you cheat, but he will. He's, 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 he's a good friend like that. <laughs> so we don't want you to tank your rank and make you do it on ladder, but we also don't want to make it too easy. So casual or on ladder. So then hop on to the Born to be Wild Discord and post the um, not not screenshot this go around, but Firestone or um, Hearthstone Deck Tracker HS Replay uh, replay into our weekly challenges channel. For that one, be sure to let us know what turn that happens, because otherwise we we have to watch the whole thing which i'm sure that we'll want to for some of them anyway but i mean for identifying what turn it happens yeah. let, let us know what turn that happens <laughs> in um so in the discord in the weekly challenges channel drop that replay there and the winner will be announced on next week's show just like ultycon was tonight and we'll receive two hearthstone packs on us and of course be immortalized in the hall of fame on the born to be wild website so one of the keen observers in chat noted that Mark McZee did something with this already. Oh, but, there you go. Uh, but uh, here's your opportunity to out Z Mark McZee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love this it. This is and the post way. your video. <laughs> get even more, get even more YouTube views. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, man, you, you have me, you, mm-hmm. you put me on the spot for a challenge, it's going to be suboptimal. But I think this is probably, I could have come up with far worse. So this is probably passable as far yeah, as, this as, is far a as, one. as far as challenges go. Yeah, it, it, it's a cool interaction. And uh, I did not perform well with Copper Hunter because that deck is exceedingly hard to pilot. But I did really enjoy playing with the col- The Colossals are just so cool. They're very cool. Mm-hmm. Any, any excuse to play the Colossals. Right. Yeah. Very cool, friends. Well, hey, we're looking forward to seeing all the kind of cr- different crazy things that y'all can come up with. And uh, that is going to wrap it up for this week's show. We are going to um, bounce briefly just to uh, jump back into our listener series match. But wanted to say thank you, um, especially to Blue Train for joining us tonight. Always enjoy hanging out with you. Um, but particularly having you on the show is always a, a treat for us. And so thank you for giving us your thoughts. And of course, friends, uh, appreciate y'all being here. We will see you all next week on another episode of More to Be Wild. Wild. <laughs> So, Bye, everybody. If you're watching live with us, stick around. And we're going to be watching that listener series match presently.